Welcome, and thank you for joining me on the Becoming You podcast. I'm Emily Peterson, and I'll be your host here as we discover the best version of ourselves from the inside out, truly becoming who we want to be and living that truth. Do you wonder what it's like in the life of an influencer, of somebody who is like a boss mom or somebody who does the podcast, someone who is, you know, working their side hustle or doing a business from home, like a mom. She is, you know, taking care of a family, a home, herself, her husband. She's taking care of all these different things. And then she's serving and helping those in her community or she's serving and helping those who are her clients or who are paying her for whatever services or um, buying things from her, whatever it is, like there is a real raw truth to the fact that a mother, mompreneur, a boss mama, whatever you want to call her, that we don't always hear and see. Because we try really hard, like I personally, I'm not going to say for everybody, but I personally try really hard to have like my personal alone time. I try to have a quiet space where I can work and and feel professional and have it be quiet um, where my kids are not in the background. And right now I just wanted to get the raw (laughs) sound of what it's like sometimes to be able to find the time or create that time where you have set it aside and you thought you had somebody to watch the kids and all of a sudden it just didn't go the way that you thought. So you improvise and sometimes that is the beautiful thing about working from home and sometimes it's the the hard thing. Oh my goodness, like if you feel me, I hope <laughs> I hope you uh you understand what I'm talking about. And if not, then at least you'll get a feel for what I'm experiencing. So I am a mother of four and my oldest is 13. My youngest is 16 months and they're so sweet and so fun and so just active and, you know, need attention and stuff. So anyway, I wake up, here's how my day starts. I wake up around 5 6 o'clock, depending on although we've moved, so it's an hour later than what it was. So I used to wake up at 5 or 5.30 super easily, and now it's more of 5.30 or 6. (laughs) So um, I wake up, I take care of myself first, and I wake up before everyone else. I, you know, do my regular stuff where I brush my teeth and go to the bathroom, whatever. And then um, I spend time in prayer and meditation. And then I read and I write in my gratitude journal. I do all of my personal stuff. And then I work it out. So sometimes I go running. Sometimes I go on a walk. Sometimes I do other fun workouts. I'm actually going to do a shout out even though I get nothing for it. But I'm going to do a shout out because I really love Cassie Ho from Blogilates. She's super fun. Just depends on what kind of energy you you mesh with, but she's super fun and easy to follow and stuff. So anyway, I do a lot of her type of workouts. And then um, I spend time doing my energy routine where I do some tapping. If you know what 
emotional freedom tapping is. If you've heard my one episode of EFT, I actually need to go back in and see which episode number that is. And then I will let you know because it's pretty awesome. So, um, Anyway, so I do my energy routine. I set myself up to have success and I say my affirmations. I have a declaration that I state every single day, twice a day, sometimes three times a day, sometimes in my head all day. (laughs) And I do all of that before even thinking about looking at Facebook, before checking my emails, before getting on a call with anybody, before... um, even checking my phone for anything other than using my phone to just like hop on YouTube for my meditation or um, get on there to listen to my motivational stuff while I'm working out. And then sometimes I'll listen to an audiobook that is like motivating or all about self care, self help, all that type of stuff. So I'm totally into that. So then I usually get back. Um, and a few people are awake, usually the baby and my oldest and depending on my husband's schedule, cause sometimes he works nights or days. It just depends on that. Um, so anyway, I get home and still my workout clothes, still, you know, sweaty or whatever. I don't always have the chance to just go and shower real quick. <laughs> so, So then I take care of the baby. I get him changed and fed and taken care of for the day. Um, A lot of times, you know, I'm getting other kids ready to go, like breakfast and whatever it is. And then if if my husband is working days, I, I can actually make my bed and clean my room and stuff. But that doesn't always happen. And then when he's working nights and he has to sleep during the day, that's when... You know, I just kind of figure it out. So just, you know, try to keep it quiet. But I know that kids are kids and it's just life. And so we all just adapt and adjust as necessary. And it's super, super incredible how it works. Um, And we had just recently moved, which is why I haven't recorded for a couple weeks because I didn't have internet. I didn't have access to the easy flow that internet offers because my data wouldn't always be available. (laughs) So you hear the background noise of my child playing. And yeah, you know what? There are times when, like I said at the beginning, times when I will go and sit in a quiet space and totally dedicate this time. And then there are times when you, you really, you have that intention and then it doesn't always work out. And that is okay. I wanted to do this on purpose with the intention that you could really um, connect and like relate to the the whole thing of being a mama paneur, being a boss mama, whatever, or even just a woman who sometimes feels like she she can't do it all and like it should look a certain way or you know back in the day I was super 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 perfectionist where I was like hardcore just everything had to look a certain way be a certain way I sometimes was just not the most pleasant to be around and 
I can honestly say that I have come out on the other end of my perfection addiction and it feels good. (laughs) There are times where it wants to creep back in and it wants to take over and be in control again. And then as I recognize it, like I, I swear I recognized it so many times today where I was just like, Oh, if only, and then I, I would stop and I'd say, you know what? It's okay. I apologize and I take full responsibility and I have learned that that's really hard. Holy cow, it is so hard to take full 100% responsibility for everything in my life because it's so much easier to just blame everybody else and see how they caused this problem or so-and-so woke the baby up or so-and-so did this or didn't do that or whatever it is. And, you know, in the perfectionist state that I was in, it was always blaming other people because of course it couldn't be my fault. And of course... I would make it a certain way and I always had to make up an excuse or a reason for things to not be a certain way. And now it's just, it is what it is and you you get what you get. So this feels true, authentic and real to me. And I'm so grateful to be in this space. And I'm grateful that, you know what, I am learning to even have gratitude in the space of imperfection, in the space of discomfort and vulnerability and all this rawness and this realness of life because I am seeing how important it is for me to recognize what's real and what's true and then for other people to know that it's okay for it to be that way. And I seriously, as I am really connecting to the people that I want to serve and how I want to help them, I am seeing that it's okay for moms or for women to just be in the moment, be okay. Like I really want to help you be able to see that you are good enough. You are enough. You are amazing. You are beautiful, whatever, no matter what, if you didn't get ready for the whole day and you're sweaty and you're, you know, your hair's not done, whatever, you are still beautiful. If you have, you know, maybe indulged in some foods that you didn't want to and you feel bloated and look to yourself, you look in the mirror and you feel fat, you're not, you're beautiful. So I just want to share that, that this is what it's about, like really just loving and embracing all of you. This is what I do. I help and serve people from seeing the beauty from the inside out. No more of this just hiding and disguising from the outside, just wanting to look a certain way and be a certain way, only to put off that impression that everything is perfect because it's not always that way. And just because we look like we're all put together and our house is all done up and um, our kids look like they are all cleaned up and ready to go. No one knows the backstory. And then the same is also, um, it's also the same, excuse me, that the opposite is true where we don't know the person's story when their child looks like an orphan, like all raggedy and stuff and they haven't been cleaned up or they have a runny nose or something. And, um, where the mom has to run in the store in her sweats or in her yoga pants or whatever, like we don't know the backstory. And I'm so grateful that I have started to see something different where I've put aside that judgment and the criticism and now I just want to see the truth. 
you know what else is real? The fact that we get cut off and <laughs> we get interrupted and we have to take a break and we don't do the full um, podcast segment and some of us don't fully edit and don't have it professionally edited or recorded and stuff like that. And I think that's okay because there are times when, of course, it's necessary and times when it's just more professional. And at the same time, there are times when I actually like to hear the realness of someone's life and how they do it because that's the hardest part is when you're trying to do all these things as a mom or as a woman and and you just want to be empowered. You follow women who are empowering. You follow women who are, you know, already in this space of success and the space of like knowing who they are and what they stand for and they have good content they they put out there. But you know what? It didn't always look that way for them either. At the beginning, there was some choppiness and stuff and that's okay. I want I want people to know that it's okay to be real. It's okay to be authentic. It's actually preferred to be authentic and real and raw and um, at the same time, of course, professional and, you know, the value that we put out into the world, into our community and in how we present ourselves, how we take care of ourselves and then um, what we share with others, that's what's going to make the difference. And sometimes that value that I put out is is different than I expected. And so I've learned to have like better intentions about things. My intention used to be, actually, I didn't really have the intention. It was more of my idea and expectation used to be that it would look and sound and be a certain way and it'd be exactly this way and um, the result would be exactly how I wanted it. And then I saw that that wasn't real life and it actually didn't work out that way. So now I show up with intention instead of an expectation. And that feels honoring. That feels good. Right now at this moment, I have my child tapping my arm, wanting my attention. <laughs> what is it? Uh, yes. No, where's the, he's showing me a dead, dead lizard in our yard because our chickens, I think, got it. Oh, that's disgusting. So anyway, <laughs> see... It's real. It's raw. This is what happens sometimes. And that's okay. Um, motherhood is beautiful. Womanhood is beautiful. Like whatever you do, wherever you're at in your stage of life, it's beautiful. It's meant to be. It's wonderful. And you are worthy. And if you are struggling and you need more support, I'm here because I totally get it. I totally understand. I still struggle and I still need support and I am investing in myself. I am seeing the value of um, taking care of myself, investing not only money for a coach and that kind of support, but I'm investing in myself with my health. I'm investing in myself with the time that I take for me and how I spend my, my alone time. Um, what I read, what kind of, if I watch shows, what do I watch? Like, what am I indulging in? Am I indulging only in like drama and things that create more drama? Yeah, because I remember back in the day where that was really, really, really prevalent in my life when I would watch certain shows and I seriously would just start seeing 
the, the plot and the way that that show was become my life. So the drama of this not soap opera, but could be, um, <laughs> type show, it literally felt like that was my life. And I was literally creating that drama because that's all I was concentrating on and focusing on and thinking about that. That's what became real. And unless you want that to be your life, then we've got to redirect that focus and start leaning into more gratitude and leaning into more of the healing of the past and creating the now, being in the now and creating a better future. And that's what energy work helps me do a lot as an, a master energy healer. I do a lot of that work on myself, but I also love to see how it makes a difference, whether it's with my own kids or even proxy where I can um, do the energetic work for somebody else who asks me to or wants that help. And you know what? It's so amazing how when I work on myself, literally everything around me changes. So that is the first key. That is the first step. That is the first place to start is with yourself. And that's why I think self-care is so important. Even if people say, oh, that's selfish. Why are you so self-centered or whatever? I personally, I don't get offended by that. I say, well, as long as, you know, this selfishness is leading to greater things where it actually is serving my family, it's not self-serving. It's self just taking care of and prioritizing myself so that I can show up as a better mother, as a better wife, as a better citizen, as a better person. It's kind of like that whole um, thing when you're on the airplane and the stewardess is, you know, giving the whole spiel about what to do in case of emergency and you put the mask on. And she's saying the importance of putting your own mask on first and then helping your child or somebody else. So putting the oxygen mask um, on yourself, it's like our self-care. We need to take care of ourselves first in order to show up and take care of others in the way that we want to. Because I really, I look back and go, oh my goodness, I know I could have done better and that's okay. You know what? I have no regrets and no shame and no um hate or judgment on myself. I just have a lesson that I learned. And this lesson was that what I could have done differently was take care of myself better so that I wouldn't get so frustrated, so that I wouldn't, you know, take it all out on my family and my kids and get after them for things that weren't really their fault. It was more of me just not taking care of me and I just would blow up because I just felt so overwhelmed or I felt so annoyed or I would do things out of resentment and bitterness and anger all because I just felt like, oh, well, this is just my obligation. I have to do it and I'm so sick of it. Oh, no one ever takes care of anything. I have to do it all. And once I got out of that, I realized that now it's more of, you know what? There's so many options I could do it this way or I could do it that way. I could ask for help. I can be a different version of me and not worry about things as much. Or, you know, if I want things a certain way, 
then I get to show up and do it my way if that's what I prefer. And then I can do it out of love instead of out of resentment. So taking that responsibility, just knowing who I am and taking care of myself really just helps me show up in such a better way with my family. And then I'm, I just feel so much more love. I can smile more instead of feeling so exhausted and tired and angry and annoyed. I can't tell you, it's like night and day. And so if you're going through any of anything similar or anything even different, but with similar emotions or whatever, I'm here for you. I totally want to serve you and help you and support you in this because that's a rough place to be when you feel all alone, like you're doing everything yourself and you, you feel like you have to have it be a certain way and look a certain way. And, um, if you are a wife and a mom and you feel like you need to do things, everything for your kids and your home and your husband or whatever, I want you to know that you always have a choice and that you can literally be empowered by the way that you set your boundaries, by the way that you show up for yourself, by the way that you love yourself and nurture and take care of yourself. It could be anything. It can just start from something tiny. For me, it just started from gratitude. Like Once I started realizing I wanted to focus on gratitude and I wanted to um, write in a gratitude journal every morning, I started implementing what I wanted to do and then that started to change a lot of things in my mind. And then other things like, okay, when do I, you know, do I want to take a bath today? What am I going to do to be able to do that? Who can I get to watch the kids? How much do I want to spend on my hair? When do I want to get that done? What do I want to eat? How much water am I drinking? All that kind of stuff is taking care of ourselves. So here's another interruption. <laughs> what, Todd? I will be right back. Well, I'm back, and I just want to end this episode by saying that you really are incredible. What you are doing is worthwhile, and you are worthy of everything that you ever dreamed and everything you want. And if you just need to hear that from somebody, then take it from me. (laughs) If you want some validation, I'm giving it to you. If you want permission to take care of yourself, here it is. And, you know, if you want support and help, I'm here again. So just know that you deserve whatever it is that you want and need. And you are worthy. So I love you. And I'm so grateful to be here to support you and to be back on sharing some of these things that I experience and that sometimes I wish I could have heard a long time ago and I'm grateful that I am hearing and learning and experiencing and applying now. So this is why I share it because it has benefited me and I want to help others. I love you all. Have a fantastic day, a fantastic week, a fantastic whatever, wherever you are listening to this, whenever it is. Just have a fantastic whatever it is. (laughs) Love you all. You want to know another real thing is I totally forgot to tell you what episode that EFT is if you want to learn how to do that emotional freedom tapping. So I'm back to tell you episode 13. And then you can also go to my Facebook page at Emily Pete. And I've got a video showing you that too. So 
Have a beautiful, fantastic, whatever you're having day. Thank you for showing up and listening to the Becoming You podcast. If any of this information that I'm sharing is of value to you, please, I would love for you to leave a review or to share with your friends and others who you think could benefit from this as well. And if you are a mother who just wants some support and wants to learn more about self-care and how to integrate more harmony in your life and in your home through self-care, I would love to be your coach. Reach out to me. Let's connect. Facebook, Emily Pete, or Insights from Emily, and Instagram, Insights from Emily, as well as on Google, Insights from Emily. So Google my business, leave a, a review, come and check me out, come and get some support, get on a free call with me to see if we're even a good fit. And let's see how we can help you enjoy more harmony in your life and in everything that you are trying to accomplish.